Well, after a week of editing and going to shows, I'm finally getting this podcast out with Dean from Reckless Voyage. Um, his buddy Kevin could not join for this one. Uh, this was sort of a last minute thing last week and we just kind of made it happen. And, uh, yeah, we ended up doing a photo shoot out in San Bernardino with Kevin and Dean and had a blast. The cover of this episode is from that set. I'll be posting a few more afterwards along with the show that they played at the great Rockefellers in Corona on Friday. Uh, that was a lot of fun. We just got, you know, had fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. That's all I'll say. And uh, yeah, we have the single Mud, which is coming out with a, they're coming out with a video for this one soon. Um, the single Mud from their Reckless Voyage album, their debut album years and years in the making and uh dean and i talked about that at dba uh so it's a little loud i made it work uh let me know what you think though if it's just annoying and i should just keep it in keep it at home um i like the music in the background i need to play with it a little more um let me know let me know how it sounds because um i still don't know (laughs) anyway here's mud from reckless voyage Followed by the podcast. Enjoy.
a reckless voyage, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Where'd you come up with that name? Um, I was act- I listened to a lot of uh, that classical music station, the ninety one point five or ninety. I think it's ninety one point five. Uh huh. And uh, it was one of the radio station talk hosts. He was talking about. Um, I think it was. Um, Zhukovsky, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, he was saying how there was a minute where he had no tours going on. He had. He didn't have a band, he didn't have anything. He was just kind of out there, just drunk as fuck, like showing up to places. And like he would hire the or- orchestra band that was there to just read off his stuff, you know? Yeah. And the dude just kind of said, like, I, I, the dude was kind of on a reckless voyage. And to me, that shit sounded badass, you know? I was like, fuck, that's, <laughs> that's tight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, man, the album is solid. Oh, thank you. You said it's 10 years in the making? Yeah, yeah basically, yeah. <laughs> Every song, uh, except for like two, are about eight years old. It was just getting to the point because we mixed, mastered, tracked all of it. You know, I, I wrote the songs, I wrote the lyrics, and then my buddy Kevin would come in and do all the drumming for it. And then I would mix it, master it. It took me about six years of just mixing and mastering. That wasn't even like making music, you know? Yeah. It took for us to get to this point. And then even still, I didn't even fucking finish the, the mix. I ended up having to send it to Kevin's brother, Nino. Oh. Who's a fucking phenomenal fucking engineer, dude. Like, he he was running shit through, like, just analog pedals for our stuff to make it sound, like, that much more full and good. Like, it, yeah. if you heard what I did and then what he did, you're, you'd be like, whoa. Like, he brought that shit to fucking life. You know what I mean? Oh, nice. Like, what I was hearing, he made happen. I was like, dude, yes. <laughs> thank you, bro. Like, it was, oh, cool. It was cool. It was, it, but it was a fucking... It was, it was a voyage, though, you know what I mean, bro? It took mm. us fucking 10 years. Like, it took me not wanting to fucking just quit on that shit and, like, give up on these songs and just do new ones, you know? But I'm glad we did it. I think these ones kind of really capture where we were at in the moment, you know what I mean? In the yeah. time, how, we were, how I was feeling and shit, what I was going through and all that. The stuff we do now is, like, a lot. It could either go really, really soft or it could go really, really heavy. You know, like, there's two different routes we can go now. It's trying to figure it out, though, now, you know? Because after this one, it's kind of like gotta follow it right you know what I mean like yeah. I, we could just do a whole fucking metal album after this but it like I think maybe we gotta do the soft shit first or maybe this, <laughs> I, I don't know you know I'm still fucking figuring all that out but so you feel like you wanna do a sequel to this one and then move on to another yeah that's yeah. what I'm thinking cause it, it's, it's there's an idea in the album but it might be a little vague for some you know what I mean it's, mm. it's kinda just about really growing up anyway you know yeah yeah it's out. very uh, like very reflective mhm you're very, like, really trying to figure stuff out. and Yeah. Yeah. Where did you take that photo? Is that Upland or is that Rancho? The the cart? Yeah. Uh, that's in San Bernardino. That's in San Bernardino? I could have it's, sworn that was in Upland. Yeah, it's in my uh, backyard. In a, like, in the back backyard. We, you follow this wash and it takes you out to this giant fucking ravine. And, like, there's a truck that's actually... Some dude was off-roading out there one day. He got stuck, and now it's literally buried in the fucking ground. I'm trying to get a picture <laughs> of that one, too, but we just found the car, and we are like, that's fucking badass, you know? Yeah. We did a whole little, like, promo shoot out there. Like, we found a bunch of, like, old, like, cattle, like, literal, like, dead cattle out there and shit, and just took pictures of those shit. Like, oh, nice. It's weird out there, man. Everybody just <laughs> fucking crazy, bro. I never spent much time out there. Um, don't. <laughs> really, just don't. I went downtown once uh, years ago to see a friend's band play at some like little coffee shop, and mm. that was the most I've seen. And then we used to go to this place in Fontana called uh, they called it the Nazi House because uh, mm. <laughs> there were swa- there was like uh, there was like this old rundown house and a gazebo in the back, 
and I guess there were swastikas in the in the basement of the gazebo. Oh shit! And like the previous owners might have been neo Nazis, but nobody <laughs> really knew. And like all these crust punks moved in there, and, yeah. Uh, and we would just chill there and catch these bands in high school and a little bit afterwards. And um, it was cool. <laughs> it was like the most I saw of music out in that direction. Yeah. Everything's out here. You know. Yeah, no, the San Bernardino scene is just dead. There was a minute where it was like, people were like, oh, the San Bernardino scene's coming back, but I never saw that scene to begin with, so like, I didn't fucking know, but <laughs> it kind of went back down real quickly. <laughs> yeah, I never hear of anybody. Like, I hear this band, Happy and Hemet. Okay. They, they've been playing L.A. more. <laughs> yeah. They've been getting out. Because they know. You can't fucking do shit. <laughs> yeah. I think they would do, like, Riverside and uh, The Void in uh, San Bernardino, some house. Yeah. And... Uh, and like Inland Empire pirate punks, they they do a bunch of shit. So, and, uh, but it's like all just like backyard shows or house shows or whatever. Yeah, uh, that's cool. You know, yeah, but there's yeah, no clubs or anything, right? Like, there's no real venues. There's no, bars. And there's the city will throw like this little event out in the open. You know, like they do it where all well, the parking structure is downtown. But that's like about it. There's not really like a showcase. There's not really like mm. anything out there for people like that. It's like, it's the Wild West out there, bro. There's people still on fucking horses over there. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Oh, man. Yeah, San Bernardino's interesting. Yeah, it really is. Honestly, like, it, it's, I hate fucking living out there, but like, I feel like being out there kind of helped a lot with the album because mm. I kind of got to hide away, you know what I'm saying, for a little bit. Like, I, yeah. just, I was just in my buddy's garage for like a year and a half just trying to get everything we had into one little thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then just walking around the backyard and shit, seeing all the fucking stuff we were finding, I was like, dude, this is, it's crazy out there, bro. <laughs> I found motor homes that are just abandoned out there. Like, Dang. it's it's wild. You ever break into them? Yeah, we were in them the yeah. whole time. Fucking <laughs> and shit. But we had this one, we found a, it was a, it was a van that had a bunch of fucking pornography in it. Hmm. It's like, what the fuck? Like, so we're just, you know, looking at all this shit, and, like, we kind of realize as we're looking at it, like, somebody's fucking living here, dude. Like, oh. somebody's here, dude. Like, <laughs> where do you get the fuck out of this? <laughs> so it's like, you got to be careful. There's some of the shit you find, you're like, oh, let's explore. And then you go in there, and you're like, oh, there's a fucking dude in here. <laughs> you got to leave. <laughs> I remember we just wa- encroached. Yeah, I was fucking, I'm walking down the wash, and I had to piss. So I, you know, I go piss in this bush. I'm literally staring this guy in the eyes, laying in the bushes, I'm pissing. I was like, oh, I'm... <laughs> I'm so sorry, sir. <laughs> and he just kept, he just lay there. He didn't even care. He was just like, yeah. It's like, this isn't the worst part of my day. Yeah. <laughs> I've <I'm> worse. <laughs> I follow this biker that goes around uh, San Bernardino. His name is uh, Baker X Derek okay. on YouTube. And he just has like a, a helmet cam and he goes around exploring uh, a bunch of like San Bernardino stuff, like uh, local history and things like that. Yeah. He always goes to the, the cemetery to pay respects to Wyatt Earp, or the Earp family that's all buried there. I guess all the old cowboys are buried there. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, I had um, no idea. I was like, they came all the way out here? Dude, Randy Rhodes is fucking buried in that same one, I think. That's yeah. That's crazy as He hell. goes to the Randy Rhodes, uh, the his uh, tombstone all the time. Yeah, that's just, <laughs> just trippy, dude. Every now and then, pay respects. and Yeah. And then he'll go into, like the wilderness areas that you're talking about like <laughs> right off the beaten path that just, is just fucking sketchy shit. shit yeah and he'll find just what you said he'll find he found like a habitat and then he found somebody in it he's like he just thought it was a bag and, <laughs> and yeah but like, oh, like, shit, i'm sorry bro <laughs> <laughs> for real and it feels weird because most of the time they don't say shit they just look at you yeah and they just go back to what they're doing like, yeah I'm like all right my bad yeah so he'll turn around like sketchy <laughs> yeah <fucking> exactly <laughs> 
So you, uh, so you like, uh, you're you're playing on like, on on sidewalks and stuff. You're busking. Yeah, um, trying to get more into it. I've been doing a lot of farmers markets and shit like that. Mm. I I don't really like. I haven't really found high traffic places. I just show up and start fucking playing places, you know, nice. just to see what happens. Like, it works out most of the time. I just. It kind of seems like in this area, there's not really like busking appropriate places. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like Claremont has a spot that my buddy told me about. I went and checked it out, but like I didn't really see anything, you know. So. Yeah. And then my bu- my other buddy said Redlands, but I still haven't checked that one out. But I'm oh, trying yeah, to Redlands get. Is cool. Yeah. I'm just trying to get more into just being able to show up, play my fucking guitar, and see what happens. You know what yeah. I mean? It, yeah. it just helps. Yeah. Yeah. Do you hit a lot of resistance? Like um. Like people come up and just like you can't be here and like. Most of I'll the time, call the cops. yeah, they just go, hey, you can't be here because it's private property, mm-hmm. you know? And what usually, because I'm either on, like, a fucking mall or they own that, like, piece of fucking, you know, land or whatever. Yeah. So I'm like, well, what if I go across the street? And they're like, yeah, right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it works out? Yeah. Just, okay. But usually, Plan like, beat. I'm not, like, just screaming, you know what I mean? I try to sound, like, all right. So most of the time, they're kind of, like, feel bad telling me to stop. They're like, hey, it's nice, but, like. Can you go over there? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> They're like, we're really sorry, but like, you need to move. Like, it's it's business. I'm like, I get it. <laughs> I'm drawing business in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're like, no, you're making it go away. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> so when you went to Nashville, did you did you just you just picked up and went? You just wanted to check it out? Yeah, I had um, my girlfriend at the time had broken up with me, so I was kind of like, oh, I need to just go explore. I haven't fucking explored, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and my friend at the time happened to be traveling from California to Ohio, so I was like, can I just go with you? And mm. she's like, yeah, so just gave it a shot and went and checked it out, you know? Mm-hmm. It was it was interesting, to say the least, you know? It was That's the first time I've actually ever really done that either. I've never really traveled like that. I've never really explored like that, so it was that was like a fucking eye-opener for me, you know? I'm, I'm thinking like, oh, I'm I'm all right. I could do some shit, you know. And I show up in Nashville, and I hear all these dudes playing, and I was like, I gotta go back home and try this again. <laughs> you know, I gotta, I gotta figure this out because it's not that. <laughs> these guys are fucking killing it, dude. Like they're they're playing the guitars like so beautiful and fucking perfect, and I'm over here still fucking up like easy chords and shit, you know. <laughs> hey, that's where they were just a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. those guys have been playing there forever, especially in those boot barns. Yeah, seriously. I saw like dude. I was like, there's this badass country band in a boot barn. <laughs> What? This is a venue? No, it's a boot barn. They just have a stage. Yeah, but we're like, in Nashville now. Okay. Exactly, dude. Exactly. <laughs> but that was what was crazy. Is there'd be some of those buildings had like three, four tiers in them, and every level has abandoned. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. It's dope. It's a cool. It was. A, it was a fucking cool experience, man. Because those are all the dudes who really do music for like the performance side of it, not so much like the like DJ or like production side, you know? Yeah. Like literally how they fucking sound is how they're recorded, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's that was kind of the biggest thing I learned there is like how can I start making myself sound like how I actually sound instead of trying to sound like something, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that it's, was like a big part of that. Yeah, yeah. Just focusing on your on yourself, on your own craft. Yeah, like try making it more genuine, you know? I, I don't want to sound like I'm trying to sound like something. I don't want to sound like I'm trying to be something. Like I'm just trying to be what I am. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's like the hardest fucking part with like a lot of music is trying to make it genuine. You know? Mm-hmm. Do you um, do you like ever avoid listening to music just so to block I, it out and start like I start a new? Don't listen to a whole lot of music. No. Believe it or not, <laughs> no. I, I grew up listening to a fuck ton of music, and then once I started making music, I started shutting music out because. 
it gets to a point where like you just write three or four chords and you're like, oh, it's this song, oh, it's that song, it's this other song, you know? And then you show somebody else a song, and they're like, oh, it's this song, and you're like, god damn it. Like, <laughs> it's just discouraging, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's better to just fucking just ignore everything, try to make some shit, you know? Like I go through like spurts where like I'm making shit, don't listen to shit, and then when I'm not making shit, I'm listening to shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. But like a lot of the time, I'm, I usually shut it out, <laughs> which is weird because like most people are like, oh, you make music, like you should be listening to more music, you know? And like, yeah, you're right. But at the same time, like my brain kind of like, it's just de deconstructing it the whole time. You know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. really enjoy it most of the time. Like, it's just fucking thinking. My brain's on overdrive the whole time. I'm fucking listening to shit. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> Trying to figure out what they did here. Well, how can I do that kind of shit? You know? Like, that's what I hear from Nashville musicians about each other. They're like, they're all trying to figure it out. Figure yeah. out what that, I could do that, I could do that. Yeah. And they go home and try to do it. And it's, then they try to do their own thing and then maybe it does sound like somebody else or maybe it's, you know. Exactly, It gets yeah. all homogenized. Yeah. But um, I hear that, I've been hearing that a lot lately. Musicians who don't listen to a lot of music and it always blows my mind. Yeah, <laughs> my buddy Marcus, he's, he's my roommate, he's one of my best friends, he lets me live with him and shit, he's a cool ass dude, but he's like the biggest fucking like music nerd, like mm. he has catalogs of just all types of different genres, like he's he's a connoisseur, you know what I mean, and yeah. him all, he's always giving me shit, like you make music dude, you should be listening to more fucking music, you know, and I'm like I know, but like it fucks with me dude, it makes it harder, you know. Yeah, yeah. You don't want it to bleed into your subconscious. You exactly. It, then I'm writing those songs, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm not writing what, what should just be coming to me, you know what I mean? Because I try to, it sounds weird, but like I'm trying to pull it out of like the ether, you know what I mean? I don't want to just, oh, feed my ego with like what's cool, you know what I mean? Or else the first album would have just been fucking death metal, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> would have been all just screams and death metal, but I was like, no, like come out with something that sounds a little more like intimate, a little more serious. That way when we do go that route, it'll be taken a little more serious not just looked at as like death metal you know what I mean right right because like death metal is cool but like there's a lot of like lyric shit where like they just throw fucking or something just to kind of make words like you know it's conjunction words it's yeah. not really fitting like the whole scene and like I don't I don't really want to do that I, if I'm gonna make a death metal song the fucking idea better fit the lyrics better fit the whole fucking thing you know better be like a whole idea you know what I mean yeah and that's how you write a trivium album <laughs> <laughs> and like we're getting there it's just I think now we actually have the understanding of like mixing and tracking and production to make a badass metal album. Mm -hmm. But I think if we took the time to let out one more like, kind of more like thoughtful, intimate like album, then when that one kind of came out, it'd be like a totally different, it kind of make the name make more sense. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we wanted to throw like death metal, contemporary rock, country, all in the same album. Mm -hmm. But, I, at the time, I didn't really have the understanding to fucking, you know, make it sound good all together. And doing it this way is kind of more... If you like metal, you'll know to listen to this album by Reckless Voyage. You know, if you like fucking contemporary rock, you know to listen to this one. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's so you want to create, like, a library of things. Exactly. Right? Different yeah. genres of shit. Like, I know the first one was, like, kind of contemporary rock, country as shit. I know the second one probably would be more, like, EDM, electronic, dubby, you know feely kind of shit, you know, and then yeah. the next one would just be guitars and drums and just death metal, <laughs> you know, <laughs> fucking screams and shit. You can mix it together, but yeah, may as well just make them separate albums. And yeah, just so, because I got a lot of friends, they, you know, they, it's kind of crazy, dude, the listener these days is a lot more, like, in tune with fucking music than, like, the, the makers of music want to think, you know what I mean, like, everybody's listening to fucking anything and everything, you know, nobody's like, oh, I just like metal, I just like rap, they're like, I like this song from death metal I like this song from fucking rap you know like nobody's really 
sticking to a fucking genre anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, it doesn't really make sense to just stick to one thing. Like I have a band Sonar. We do just rock and roll. It's just the fucking the good shit of rock and roll. None of the other shit. It's just straight in your face bullshit. You know? <laughs> but like, that's that's what I that's my outlet for that. But yeah. like, Reckless is trying to put together like a, a picture. You know what I mean? Like I, I just remember listening to the Black Album by Metallica. Like. Every album from Kill 'Em All all the way up to Injustice for All were like my favorite albums, but mm. the Black album did something to me when I was a kid where like if you'd listen to it with headphones on or like it was just you in the room listening to it, it would paint a fucking, you know, like a full ass picture like that for me, you know what right? I mean? Like yeah. I could I could see what was going on. I could feel the colors, you know, like and that's all I've really ever strived to do is, you know what I mean? Be able to do that for a kid, you know what I mean? Have a kid listen to it and be like, oh shit, like I can see this picture, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think that's what music is, you know? Can you make a picture sonically, you know? Yeah, that's beautiful. Because I loved the Black Album and everybody hates it. Like all my Metallica yeah, friends hate it. <laughs> and it's like, dude, if you're really a Metallica fan, like you know that is the best Metallica album. It's not the heaviest, mm. it's not the fucking, you know, the meanest one, but. It's the most meaningful one. It's the most, like, it's a production. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a fucking, like, that's a staple right there in music history because they mm. fucking took metal and made it, like, they took every genre they could and tried to put in that one little thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. You, it's it's hard to do that, and especially for dudes like them to do that was, like, fucking tight, you know? Yeah, because they totally changed course. Like Yeah, and they didn't, they didn't give a shit. a lot of people up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But, like, the fact that you can do that, you know, like, even... Like Chris Cornell from uh, Audio Slave and Soundgarden, like the transition from Soundgarden to Audio Slave, like mm -hmm. it was it was similar, but it was different. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean, that, like you, as an artist, you have to be willing to reinvent yourself if something either A isn't working or B, you just kind of feel like you need to move on. You know, you shouldn't just feel like this is who I am. I got to stay this person for life. That's not. Yeah. That's not a. That's not a. That's not a person that's you know moving forward in life. You know. Right. Right. It's easy to get pigeonholed and like just get stuck in your ways. Yeah, this is my niche. This is what people like, so yeah. I'm just gonna stick to it. But like, how quick does that just fucking, you know yeah. what I mean? Sometimes it works. Like sometimes you'll get, you know, local bands that do the same thing forever, and it always works. Yeah, you know, and exactly. It's like, it's like good enough for whoever, like the regulars at a bar that you yeah. know. Uh, there's a place in Highbrow that has like the same couple of bands all the time. They're uh, in Upland called the Highbrow. You ever been there? Uh huh. Um, it's over on Foothill, like by Denny's, like San Antonio or something like that. Okay. And um, just little dive, like real dive. You can still smoke inside because they take oh, the, they took the window out of like their previously smoking room. Yeah. And when the law passed that they you can't smoke inside, they took the window out, and now it's technically outside. Oh, badass! Yeah. Hell yeah. So. <laughs> Fuck yeah! I haven't had a fucking smoke indoor since I was in Oklahoma. I was tripping out. I was like, you can do this shit. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Oh man, I went to a hotel once. I stayed with a friend. We were going to Colorado, and uh, and we got a smoking room. Uh -huh. uh, I wasn't smoking at the time, but he was, and uh, and uh, they let you smoke. He got one. I was like, that's a thing. Yeah, still. For real. I thought that law passed years ago. He's like, it's Colorado. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we're not talking about California. They don't give a shit. Yeah, they're not. They're oh, not on that shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I know, I think even like Vegas is getting more strict on that kind of shit. But literally, I was like in a fucking random ass bar. Like, they're serving food and everything. And they're like, yeah, you can smoke right here. I was like, that still trips me out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, what? I went to Vegas recently and there's people still smoking inside. I had a vape. Uh, it was like not offensive to anybody, right? Yeah. You know, but uh, cigarettes still, I smelled it. I'm like, still smells like a, like a casino in here. Yep, exactly. It smells nice, but they have like the best ventilation systems ever. Yeah. Keep them out, keep all the smoke out. 
For real. You can walk in there, you smell like just a little bit of hemp, but like it's still way too clean to like care. You're like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but yeah, at that place, they have like the same couple of bands that play all the time and everybody shows up for them. Like yeah. it works. You know? Yeah, it's they have like their the, little niche, their little cult following, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like there was this one band that was around a lot uh, called 90 Proof. And they would just do 90s covers oh, cool. and like a lot of Beastie Boys and a lot of everything else. And yeah. like, they crushed it every time. They always put on a good show. That's sick. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's sometimes it's good to like get pigeonholed. Not not even pigeonholed, to just like find your thing and keep doing it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're bored, move on. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I get bored too quickly, man. I was, I was, I started like, I was in bands for the longest fucking time and then when like 2010, 12 came around, everybody kind of got into DJing. Yeah. So all my buddies who used to do music, you know, were like, oh no, dude, I just DJ now, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, dude. So then that's when I got into like beat making because I bought a little beat machine just to make beats so that I could keep playing my guitar to them, you know what I mean? And then, yeah. then I started making fucking dubstep beats and fucking drum and bass and trance beats and shit. There was like a good four years where that's all I was doing was just beats, you know? And then finally the fucking music scene started coming back where like people actually wanted to play so then that's when I kind of started Reckless and Sonar and all that shit mm-hmm. and where uh, did, where did you play around at that time did you play much um, yeah but just uh, there was this place called Brew Rebellion in San Bernardino we were playing there a lot a mm. lot because like, we were still new and we didn't really want to go out to LA and fucking be those same pieces of shit that don't know what the fuck they're doing and just come out to LA and play you know what I mean I'm not trying to pay to play and I'm not trying to just fucking make people go you need to go home and work on that shit you know what I mean <laughs> so like we spent all our time in San Bernardino just to learn you know learning how to be a good showman learning how to fucking talk to the people in the crowd and shit you know cause I dude when we first started bro I would fucking only look at Kevin so imagine you're fucking watching us and I'm just Oh, you're looking behind you, I'm too. I'm looking at Kevin oh, behind damn, me. Like, I, I, I didn't want nothing to do with the fucking crowd, dude. <laughs> I wouldn't tell him the name of the song. i just fucking go, you know? Like, my idea was, like, let's just, once the first song starts, just go until the fucking end. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, we got this. Just focus. Get it done. <laughs> yeah. And people are like, you know, that's cool, man. But, like, it's hard to pay attention when you don't really talk to him, you know? And I'm like, mm. how the fuck is that the case? But, like, no, it's, it's, it's fucking for real. You know what I mean? Like, six yeah. songs go by and, like, nothing happens. You're kind of like, all right, well... The music's going anyway, you know? Like, <laughs> doesn't really draw you, you know what I mean? Whereas, like, the last show we did, it helps when I play drums for Sonar and then I get to fucking do Reckless right after because mm-hmm. I'm all fucking, you know, amped up from playing drums. Yeah. So, like, the last show we did at uh, Rockefeller's was actually really good. I think I, I did a pretty good job, at, like, being a front man, you know, being a show, having showmanship, not fucking being so awkward, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> but that's, like, the hardest fucking thing is getting up there and, like, not being fucking weird, you know? Yeah. <laughs> You got good rapport, like good crowd work. You, yeah, exactly. You have jokes and you got to talk like to people. Yeah, have yeah. something fucking smart to say or some shit. You know, <laughs> it's funny to see uh, see bands try that because like I'll, I'll see a guitarist pass it off to the singer. Yeah, you know, like he's trying, he's trying, and like nobody's like, he's like, all right, yeah, what do you got to say, bud? <laughs> yeah, because I'm kind of out of shit to say. <laughs> or just people just stop responding for whatever reason. But you know, when did you when did you finally turn around and face the? Uh, how long did it take? A few years, yeah. <laughs> like at least five years. Oh, it, dang. it took a yeah. while because I just want to play. Like I, I was always in bands doing either the guitar work, like rhythm guitar or lead. So like I was never singing. I was never up front. I just get to fucking headbang the whole fucking time and just be a fool, you know. But like yeah. now it's like there's this whole fucking other responsibility that I have to do. You know what I mean? It's, I didn't really want to do it, but I'm like I gotta make these fucking songs. You know what I mean? Like, yeah trying to make some shit happen and it ain't gonna happen if I don't do it so that's why I ended up I actually only started singing maybe like four years ago 
Oh, okay. I only did guitar for the longest time. And uh-huh. then I was like, well, fucking, I was in this group with my buddy Ryan Gaffin and uh, my buddy Josh Hurd. And um, he was, Josh was doing bass and my buddy Ryan, he would, he was only a lyricist. He was mm-hmm. a rapper. And he was like, fucking, dude, he was like the best lyricist rapper I've ever met in my fucking life. Like, mm-hmm. this guy had more talent in his fucking, like, words than anybody I've ever met. Like, I know, I'm not kidding when I tell you this, I know the best drummer in the fucking world. And, he, <laughs> and he's in my band. Like, I don't give a fuck what anybody says, that dude is crazy, bro. Yeah. And, like, and it was the same thing with Ryan, dude. He was, he was fucking super cool, but, like, that was where I was still trying to do the guitar thing. I just wanted to be in the back, you know what I mean? Let, let him do that, but... Mm-hmm. He kind of got to like, he got a little older. He's, he, once he hit 30, he kind of started freaking out and he was like, I need to grow up and all this other shit. And like, oh, damn. I get it, you know what I mean? But like, mm. just push a little bit further, dude. We might actually, it'll make something happen. But like, that once he stepped down, is when I was like, I don't want to stop. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I got to keep this shit going, bro. Like, I don't, I don't want to fucking get stuck in dead water again. Like, I'm good. I've done that like seven fucking times. This shit is good. I'm just going to keep fucking trying. You know yeah. what I mean? And like, I think a, that whole relationship with them is kind of what really made me even want to push this band even further is because, like, it's kind of more of, like, a, you know, a fuck you to Reef. Like, if you would have just believed in yourself a little bit more, dude, look what could have fucking happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm not trying to be fucking famous. I'm not trying to be successful like that. I just would like to be able to live off my music. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, if I can fucking own a little trailer or a fucking house from music, I'd be fucking stoked. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, And people do it all the time. Exactly, I know. Every day. Exactly, there's yeah. so many motherfuckers doing it, and it's just it's just figuring out how to get in it, how to get more spots, you know, playing shows and shit like that. And mm. Honestly, the hardest part though is making your fucking EPK and like your website and shit like that. All the shit I don't want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's all the boring stuff. That yeah. Nobody. The but that's the shit that gets you shows. That's the shit that gets you more places to play. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's where the work comes in, and it's just work. Exactly. Do it, right. But then, exactly. you know, eventually you get a publicist and they figure all that stuff out. They yeah. build the, they write your bios and they, you know, they talk to you. They take, well, they get a photographer to get pictures for you and stuff like that. And oh, sick. Yeah. I, you get a, sometimes they're expensive. You got to find the cheaper ones, but, you know, but you don't still. have to do that forever. Yeah. You definitely don't. You know, you just outsource it. And just even somebody to be able to take care of the shit that I'm like having to spin my fucking wheels on, you know what I mean, would help yeah. so much, you know? Yeah, because there's a whole lot of not music making that you end up doing. Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and that could, that could like, you know, crush your soul eventually, too. No, seriously, like, dude. You end up just, doing more of that, and it's not really turning into anything. And It took me two days to make the fucking website. Like, I bought mm. the shit, I got the domain, and then literally, like, it took me two days to make If you saw the website, you'd be like, that took you two fucking days, dude. <laughs> it's, it's bad, you know what I mean? But, like, I tried. I, I, I did what I could, you know? Oh, people take a long time. Yeah. <laughs> two days is not bad. Just to get it off the ground, and then you keep it Yeah, improving. get it going, you know? Yeah, it's not going to look perfect. Mine, mine is basic. Yeah, you know, it's just photos and links to more photos. Right. Like, that's pretty much all. But it they is. at least know where to have, find you, how to find your shit, you know. Yeah, yeah, but it's like you don't have to do all the bells and whistles and all the crazy design. Yeah. You get a square space and you do drag and drop and call it a day. You know, yeah. it's just a, you just have to get eyes on your stuff. Right. Know? Exactly. Yeah. Having that little link for them to click and look at all your shit, know who you are. You know what I mean? To yeah. invite you. Yeah. So you got to play more shows for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Have people um, encourage people to take pictures for you, like at the shows. Get everybody, whoever took video, get all those videos, repost it, do all this and that. Yeah. And like, and that's the fun stuff. You're gonna be on Instagram anyway. Yeah. Just repost stuff. You know, and people that. are gonna post 
videos that oh I was there I saw Reckless Voyage you know I saw this new band and yeah. it's all just it's footwork you know it's fun it, it ends up being fun enjoy the process don't yeah. get to, don't get to the destination enjoy the process yeah know? yeah but also I mean you don't want to get bogged down yeah. still in in a bunch of administrative bullshit that yeah exactly that you did not sign up for right you know? <laughs> just want to make music dude yeah well, you don't even want to look at the audience before like, yeah, yeah exactly just want to play exactly <laughs> I finally can fucking stand up here comfortably you know what I mean yeah like, let me do that <laughs> Just be like Buckethead, dude. Get yeah. yeah, just put a mask on and just say fuck it. Yeah, yeah, just shred forever. And he's selling out stadiums. That's, that's the day. problem, though. That good dude can shred. I can't fuck it. You know what I mean? Dude, I saw this documentary about him. He's been shredding since he was five years old. Yeah. So crazy. he's somebody to look up to, like, with a grain of salt. Yeah. No, that fool's something else. That, that dude is a legend, though. <laughs> I can't believe he has, like, over 200 albums, I think. I don't even know that. What the yeah, fuck? The documentaries I saw was like to commemorate like the latest one. I think it was number 200. What? I'm like, what is, of what? Like, <laughs> what are you doing? How? How are you still thinking of shit? Like, I get he can shred, but like, what else can you possibly do? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what mind-bending shit can you do on this album? And then you listen and you're like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, oh, yeah, he's still fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't get worse, that's for sure. Yeah. So who do you uh, who do you who slips through the cracks musically? You don't listen to much music, but who comes through? Who do you put on like, like on the regular? Yeah. Regardless, um, Suicide Silence. I've listened to them since I was a fucking kid. I love those motherfuckers. Out of um, you didn't say Colton. Would you say uh, Corona? Corona. Yeah. When I saw them, it was in Corona. I think they were based out of like Corona Temecula area. Mm-hmm. But like I watched them in like ground show backyard shows in Corona when like Mitch still had like just a fucking one sleeve, you know, and when their drummer was, like, wearing a fucking mask and shit like that, you know, like, I watched them go from that to, like, the glass house and everything, and honestly, that band is one of the reasons I wanted to keep doing band music, because, like, I hadn't seen any local bands around us really doing anything, and that band fucking just went, you know what I mean? I watched them go from a fucking ground, like, on the ground to, like, the MTV fucking music awards, yeah. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, <laughs> that was inspiring, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm only one, I'm only two, me and fucking Kevin, but, like, you know, if you got the fucking drive and you really want to make that shit happen, like, those dudes fucking prove it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that kind of music I did not ever expect to blow up like that. I was listening to the fucking Swarm EP for, like, years, <laughs> dude. It's just, like, five songs that they recorded on a little Zoom in their fucking garage, you know yeah, what I mean? But yeah. that album is fucking sick, like... Yeah, sometimes it all just comes together perfectly. Exactly, dude, right? exactly. And then they played the right show, they met the right person and whatever, and now they're on MTV. Well, now, they've, they've been around a long time. Yeah, they've been around a while. Yeah. Like, I don't. I didn't realize that they were locals. Yeah. And that always surprises me when. We find like, that shit out. Yeah, because like Rufio's from Rancho. Like Rufio went to Rancho with oh, Mangahe. Oh, Yeah, and like O Town, that pop band from the '90s. They went to Rancho. Oh, what? Uh, Rilo Kylie, this indie pop, like indie royalty in the indie community. They're from Glendora. Oh, cool. And the guitarist was, like, on Boy Meets World. He was, like, a child actor. What the hell? Yeah. And, like, oh, I'm like, oh, yeah, Southern California. We're surrounded by yeah. fucking talent. Yeah, <laughs> Just seriously. all the time. Yeah. For real. So, yeah, I'm going to keep at it, dude. You got this. People do it every day. Yeah. But yeah. I think I want- it would be probably Suicide Silence, Carnifex, Alt-J. Dude, I fucking yeah. love that goddamn band, dude. They're, they're fucking something else, dude. Mm. They, 
there's they're another one of those bands that you listen to and they just paint these fucking if you close your eyes they just paint these pictures you know what I mean yeah that shit's dope so you'll listen to them in between not listening right like yeah. you got your go to albums yeah sure. exactly I, yeah. it's usually Suicide Silence is the cleansing I fucking love that goddamn album mm. um, Carnifex this the Graveyard um, Confessions one is fucking good dude I, it came out like two years ago and I barely found out about it this year I'm like some kind of fan, you know what I mean? You're like, fuck. I know. Don't you feel bad? <laughs> yeah, for real. I'm like, oh man, like, fuck. I missed out on this shit, but like, I've been bumping it ever since. Like, it's it's a good fucking album. They brought like three of their songs from like their older albums into this, mm -hmm. so it's just like you know, kind of nostalgic for you too. You know what I mean? But um, yeah. them, and then I listen to a lot of Fuzz too. You like those guys? Fuzz, no. It's um, his name uh, Ty Siegel. He's on the drums. Oh yeah, I do know Fuzz. Yeah, yeah. they're fucking dude. They're dope, man. Yeah. They're fucking good, dude. Yeah, Ty Siegel was really cool. He was playing a lot, like 2015, 2016, I think. Yeah, his playing, own shit, right? Yeah, his yeah. own shit. Kurt Vile, or Kurt Vile and something, right? Didn't he have a band with him? Uh, I thought it was Kurt Vile and the something, and then he had uh, Kurt Vile and uh, Courtney Barnett. Oh, cool. Uh, she was from Australia, I uh -huh. think, and I think they either did a full album together or like a couple of tracks. And oh, that's sick. really cool. Just like this duet stuff, just his style, and like she has like kind of a mousy voice. Yeah. With an Australian accent, so it sounds really interesting. Yeah. yeah. She's kind of like an like Australian Bob Dylan almost. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. The way she does her <laughs> shit, I'm like, damn. <laughs> like very singer songwriter. It's, it's interesting, yeah. 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 Hurt yeah. Um, yeah, he's. Orange? Was that an album? Um, or is that a track? I thought he came out with something recently that was, was something orange, and I, I listened oh, to it a couple times. Oh, he has another really project out. What the fuck is it called? It, it's, it, re, it reminds me of the color orange. I don't know if it's a fucking name, though. I'm trying to... Not orb. Um, fuck, I don't remember. Yeah, something like that. He's doing... <laughs> it, it literally sounds just like Fuzz, but like it's another fucking band. I think it's like Abo or something. I don't fucking remember, mm. but... That's some good shit, too. So, with Fuzz, what, he just switched places? Yeah, basically. He's just yeah. a drummer in that band. Yeah. Ty Siegel, I think he's a guitar, right? Yeah, and yeah. Vocal, but in this, he's vocal and drums. And he's cool. fucking, dude, we saw, we saw him do their whole playthrough of that new live album they did in mm -hmm. L.A. Dude, the fucking live album sound better than their recorded shit, dude. Really? Like, like well, I mean, because, you know, they, when you do record it, sometimes you want it to sound a little shitty, you know what I mean? Sound older, but, like... Yeah. The way they the way they played everything, it just he sounded like him. The fucking even their snare, dude, like it sounded just like the fucking album, but like better. Wow. It was crazy. Like they did a good fucking job. They, I love when they pull that off. Yeah, seriously, it's hard. It it's is. Gotta, it's I mean, I don't know the hard. Yeah, I don't know the mechanics of it, but I know it's it's not often done. So yeah. it's got to be for hard. Three different dudes to be that locked in. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's tight. Yeah, it's so cool when you when you see a band that that's just so tight on stage. They they're just reading each other's minds. Right. Yeah. There's no backtrack. They're not fucking listening to in-ears. They're just, like, we, we still have to do that because we don't have a bass player. But, like, mm. we would love to get to that point where we can just fucking, you know, do the fucking songs. If we want to do them slower, we can. If you want to do them faster, you can. If you want to break it down, you can. Like, yeah, you don't really have that option when you're fucking stuck in in-ears. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. There was this, there was this, uh, this chick, Wise Blood. She had, I saw her over here at a place called the Saragami. It's not there anymore. Well, it's there, but it's not really a bar anymore. And they used to have shows all the time. She had this like stack of uh, tape decks 
and like a little mini stereo and yeah. she had her backtrack on there I don't know why she had the whole thing she could have done it with like a boombox but like <laughs> yeah. um, it sounded so good and she had like an in-ear and she was doing her thing and like just one person yeah like so you can right like you don't yeah. need the whole thing but I'm it's sure it sounds of, interesting but it's more of like the when I had when we had a bass player and a drummer yeah when we played I could look to him and I see him fucking feeling it so it makes me feel it you know yeah, what I mean yeah. whereas like now I'm just like there's nobody next to me dude. Like, <laughs> so I'm looking to the crowd like do they feel it and usually they're not feeling it so I'm just like fuck <laughs> you know you find a little kid like who's who's not being paid attention exactly to, you know, just make just eye contact like this, with like, him <laughs> just come on little along. dude and he's like fuck yeah <laughs> uh, do you, so what's the what's the reception like No, is like people usually into it or like kind of tune it out um, I think people like it. It's I don't know if people are just being nice, but usually we always have at least like three or four people that come up like, hey man, that was really, really good, you know? Mm. And our, a lot of death metal bands I was in, that never fucking happened, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I had one time, we, were, we played at the Whiskey and some Asian girl was like, can I have a picture with you? And I was like, all right. And I didn't know who the fuck she was. And I'm pretty sure she knew the fuck she, I was, you know what I mean? But that made me feel cool for a second, you know? But yeah, it's it's just different when you're when you don't really have a full band, you know? Like, yeah, I could, I could definitely just fucking put a backtrack on, play my guitar and sing, you know what I mean? But, like, just don't feel that, you know what yeah, I mean? If yeah. I saw a dude doing that, I wouldn't feel the same. I'd be like, I love the music, it sounds great, dude, but, like, where's the people at? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the same, too, when you see a band that doesn't even move. Yeah, know? exactly. Or you can't even see it, an expression on their faces. It's yeah. like... The music sounds really good, but, but you guys I can't are tell just... if you guys even like being here right now. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's like, how are you this bored? You're like killing it. Right yeah, <laughs> everybody's just... so into it. Yeah, whatever, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, is it arrogance or shyness? Because I'm it's like, all right, I gotta fucking shyness. <laughs> yeah, I gotta forgive shyness, but arrogance. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> and that was what I kind of realized too. Is like, I'm I'm sitting up there just you know shy as fuck and then my girlfriend she's telling me like dude you look like a like a snob asshole like, <laughs> like what do you mean she's like you're not talking to anybody you're fucking turning your back to everybody like what's going on and i'm like i'm just nervous dude she's like well just make a fucking effort you know and like literally the second i started saying like that song is this they're like yay you know thanks for listening yay it's, yeah it's crazy how just talking to the crowd a little bit makes such a fucking huge difference you know yeah. what i mean like but when i started i didn't think that made a difference at all like i I liked watching bands come in, start playing fucking songs, and don't stop until the fucking end. You know what I mean? It yeah. always bothered me when the singer's like, how's everybody doing? I'm like, shut the fuck up and play. But I'm the only dude that feels like that, apparently. <laughs> well, like, death metal bands aren't going to really do that, right? Is there, is there, there isn't much, like, banter between the crowd? Yeah, no. Right? They just go, how's everybody fucking doing? And they're yeah. like, yeah. And they just go back to the, this then next song it. is called Fuck You, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then we're out. Yeah, exactly. Good night. <laughs> if that. Sometimes they don't even say anything. They just stop playing. Yeah, and then they just walk the fuck off and people are still moshing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, how's the, is the scene still alive in uh, Riverside, the metal scene? Um... Yeah, I think so. I, honestly, it seems like metal's like the thing that's big right now, dude. It seems like everybody's doing death metal and fucking trying to do the heavy shit. You know what I mean? Like it came back in a big way. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel like it's a lot of people stroking their ego though, in a weird way. I think that's <laughs> kind of what like store, steered me towards not doing the death metal because like it, it's kind of like there was 2010, 2012 when it was like really fucking big. You know yeah. what I mean? Like Suicide and Mirror, all those dudes were killing it, and then fucking. Now there's, like, all those dudes that grew up listening to that are coming out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But then I feel like there's also a lot of kids that are just like, oh, this is what's tight. You know what I mean? <laughs> or this is old and I like it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, don't call it old. It's not old, dude. Yeah. Knock it off. This shit just started. <laughs> it's still new. 
But then Cradle of Filth comes out with a new album, Don't and I'm like, oh, come <laughs> on, man. Danny Filth is looking like shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's all apart. Dude, you know a metal band that actually really blew my fucking mind is, mm. uh, you heard of Lorna Shore? No. Okay, well, I, I heard of them back in the day, but they, they sounded like cannibal carps, you know mm. what I mean? It wasn't anything that fucking crazy. And then I went and saw them recently last year, I think like November. It was when they had that chaos fucking tour they were doing. It was Suicide Silence, Carnifex, um, and then Lorna Shore. And then uh, Angel Maker. Angel Maker was dope. Lorna Shore, I remember coming out and I'm like, these guys ain't going to be shit. Suicide Silence, Carnifex, you know? And these two dudes <laughs> behind me are like, nah, dude, Lorna Shore's going to kill it. And I was yeah. like, fucking children, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then fucking they come on, the first song comes on, I'm like, eh. Second song comes on, I'm like, Okay. Third song comes on. We're all fucking moshing and nice. shit. We're all fucking throwing hands. Like, dude, that, that, the new dude they have, Will Ramos, is just, he's insane, dude. Like, the shit he can do with his voice. He sounds like fucking two or three people at a time sometimes. You know oh, what I mean? Wow. He sounds like a monster, bro. Yeah. It's insane. It's weird when they get new new uh, singers. Like, when, who was it, Killswitch, when they got the new guy? Yeah. Uh, I'm like, he sounds good. I like the other guy. <laughs> the other guy died, though, right? Like, yeah, I yeah. don't think he's around no more. <laughs> yeah, the other dude, yeah, he came out, and he was, I think that was high school era, like, or just out of high school. Mm. He, uh, he joined that band, and I was like, all right, I'll dig it. This is cool. Fixation on the Darkness. He did it again, and, or, like, he covered it. Yeah. I was going to say it's not his song, but he covered it. It right. sounded good. <laughs> as long as you can hold it, you know what I mean? Yeah, it works. Sure. It's yeah. like... Uh, like with Suicide Silence, fucking Mitch, he's he's gone, and Eddie Hermida from uh, um, All Shall Perish actually is who they got in there. And when I heard that, I was like, "What the fuck?" You know, I mean, that don't make no sense. But then I heard him, and I was like, "Oh, that makes complete sense." You know, that dude's <laughs> fucking killing it, dude. Like, and yeah. the new album they came out with, um, "Remember, You Will Die" or something like that. He he doesn't even do like screams some of the time. Sometimes he's just doing like these like nasty fucking like yells, and mm. it just sounds like you're getting screamed at by your dad, but it's still terrifying <laughs> as fuck. You know what I mean? Like, there's just something like primal about it. Exactly. Right? Yeah. You ever go down the the rabbit hole of like Mongolian throat singing? Dude, oh my god, I can do that <laughs> shit, bro. Can you? Yeah. No fucking way. <laughs> You, you have to fucking you, yeah. after a minute it starts to fucking resonate and I was yeah. doing that shit I used to jam in these tunnels back in the day like me and my buddy Josh we just take our acoustics down to these like sewer tunnels and just play down there because it sounds yeah. fucking dope and yeah. that's where I learned how to do that because you just you just listen to that shit resonate dude it's fucking crazy that's gotta sound crazy in a it tunnel. does it's trippy oh, and we whoa. used to we would play the guitar at one end and put the mic at the other end yeah so oh. like it would just sound fucking creepy dude like whoa. sometimes you'll hear like just the fucking tunnel sometimes you hear the song come through sometimes you hear the vocal like but it's all just really fucking like ambient you know what I mean whoa you got recordings of that yeah I have to find them but oh, yeah I'll send you that dude, shit it's fucking that cool shit. yeah yeah that sounds awesome hell yeah this guy do you know Andrew Bird mm. He's a he's a violinist and always in like uh, swing revival bands and okay. like he does like a lot of classical kind of stuff like Dope. indie classical stuff. He did this album called Echolocations under some bridge in L.A. Uh -huh. and he just mic'd it up and it was just him and a, a guitar and his violin. And I think he had another guy with him doing like bass or something and it sounded so fucking wild because you can hear like the the L.A. River like going through a little bit yeah. and you hear birds in the background and. 
What a trip. And all that's kind of just adding to it a little bit, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That shit's weird, man. Yeah, because if you didn't see the cover, the cover is like, uh, or one of the photos anyway, is them under the bridge. If you didn't know that, you'd be like, what is that sound? Well, yeah. How are they making that happen? And that's tight. It's just, they're outside. Yeah. <laughs> just building a fucking little soundscape, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. That's, that's so much more than just getting in a studio and just fucking playing the guitar and then like adding some fucking reverb, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's, it's way more like immersive, you know what I mean? It's almost like fucking listening to those like, uh, those Dolby Atmosphere fucking things, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I would love to get some of that someday. Hell yeah. Some like surround sound. Definitely. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what, what? <laughs> I give her a look like so confused right now. <laughs> Talking to drag somebody out here right now. Shout out to Priscilla DBA. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, this is fun, dude. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thank yeah. you for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, we got to get your album out, man. Uh, we got to spread your album out. It's really good. Yeah, hell yeah. It sounded you. like like this. You had like a real proto grunge feel to it. And it's like, it's, it sounds like you found grunge, on, like discovered grunge on yourself. Like you found it, like you said before, in the ether. Yeah. I always trip out on that, on that thought. Like when you hear music and you're like, where, where does this come from? Right? Yeah. I was just talking to this other guy about it. Uh, do you feel like it comes from something else? Like you're expressing yourself, right? You're, you're writing your own music and you're writing your own lyrics, but like you're tapping into something, I think. And yeah. Like I'm not a religious person or anything, but I feel like we're a collection of atoms that discovered how to think about atoms yes you know and how to just you know the we're the universe discovering itself and how to think about itself and then we're creating music yeah what is music no other creature creates music really. right like not for fun they make these sounds right but it's like to communicate and then humans just do it for fun just for celebration yeah know? for yeah. celebration of a moment or a thought or life in general and but it's like that. How did you come up with that sound? Yeah. And then you, then you put these strings together on a piece of wood, and then it makes all these other sounds. Yeah, like, seriously. What is that? I don't yeah. know what that how is. How was even the the construction of just the guitar alone? And how how was that thought? Like, yeah, well, they can explain it to you. You're like, yeah, that makes sense. But like, yeah, come on, that's fucking crazy that some dude thought of that shit. Like, yeah. He was like, these will all these notes all go together, and you can play these patterns to make this shit. Like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, like, and people discovered that. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't even write it. It's like it's what sounds good to us. Right. What the human can human ear can even hear in the first place. Exactly. They can, you can play a million notes that make no sense, but like, what if you heard it in a different way? Like, what if the aliens come down and you share them, share with them just you know, riffing, yeah. and they're like, oh, this sound you to you it sounds like garbage, but to them it's like, oh, yeah. this is you know Bach. Yeah, you know? exactly. exactly. <laughs> You're like, oh no, I was just fiddling around. <laughs> and like, no, this is beautiful. This is a sound that we've never heard before. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Music I mean, is a fucking trippy thing, dude. It's, and that's what's weird is like, I, like, like I used to watch a lot of interviews where like, you know, they'd be like, oh, how did you write this song? And they, they just say like, oh, I don't remember. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like this fool's full of shit. Like I remember all these fucking <laughs> songs, but now that I think about it, I'm like, I really don't remember. You know what I mean? I yeah. really don't remember how I thought of that, how I came up with this song, like. Like, I remember it in the moment as I'm doing it, but then, like, thinking about it now, I'm like, it's kind of crazy how the fuck they got here, because I didn't really put that much effort into, like, thinking about those songs. They just kind of wrote themselves once the riffs were there, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Which is fucking trippy, and it's like it's like you said, like, it's you don't even have to be religious. Like, just, you know there's something talking around everything. Everything's kind of connected in a weird fucking way, you yeah. know what I mean? 
it's like when you think about somebody and they call you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the fuck is that shit? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like something happened, right? Yeah. There was a connection made Some somehow. Some shit happened, yeah. yeah. And it's like, I, I don't know if you ever messed with LSD. But, uh, Not yet. Okay, well, I, 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 when I was about 18, 19, uh, we took LSD, me and my buddy Riley and my buddy Josh. And we were all really, really close dudes. You know, we had hung out for like four or five years. Uh-huh. And I was inside... <laughs> I was I was inside the house um, just chilling like looking at the fucking lights that weren't on changing colors but the lights weren't on and then I fucking walked outside and my buddy Josh and Riley they're looking at this light in the sky mm. and like they didn't tell me yet they're just like Dean do you see that thing in the sky and I'm like yeah and they're like what is it I'm like it's a light and they're like what color is it and I'm like it's green white blue and purple and they both look at each other like what the fuck and then we asked everybody else there hey do you guys see this light and nobody else saw that light Huh. But all three of us saw that fucking light. You know yeah. what I mean? And we know it wasn't real because it was moving so fucking dramatically and like crazy, like it's sporadic that we were like, there's no way this is a real fucking thing going on right now. But well, all, all three of us saw it. Yeah, and no one else did. No one else did. What a trip. So you all connected on something. Exactly. It's fucking weird, dude. Like it's like how like how they talk about women in their periods. When they hang out too long, they fucking start to sink up. Sink up, yeah. It's, there's gotta be something there, you know what I mean? Yeah. I uh I trip sat for some friends years ago. They were all uh, they all ate mushrooms. We yeah. went to some place in Laverne, some park that was pitch black, <laughs> and we all had lighters and we we're all just chilling and laughing. And like, <laughs> I was with my friend who like she wasn't she didn't uh, eat any either. But we and we're just watching like three of our other friends. One guy's just staring at uh, our lighter, uh-huh. and he just has this manic look on his face. He doesn't say a word all night, and the rest of us are just laughing. Like, yeah. The rest of them. They're stoned, and they start laughing, and then we start laughing, and we're just all connected in this thing. Like, we're not even high, but, like, they're but getting as high, it, yeah. laughing with them and having a good time. And then dude who's just, like, sitting there in his own mind, every now and then we check on him. Oh, he's okay. He's okay. Yeah. And then he gets up out of nowhere, doesn't say anything, and bolts into the darkness. Oh. We're like, oh, shit. We got to go get him now. <laughs> yeah, chase that fool down. <laughs> yeah. By the time we catch up with him, he's, like, down to his underwear. We can't find his clothes. Oh, like, fuck. what the fuck happened? Like, by the time, and we find him, like, he's standing at, like, this edge. Yeah. And we can't see what's below. There might be nothing. It might be, like, it might not be a cliff, oh, but it shit. might be a cliff. Yeah. yeah. Like, no! Like, we go grab him. We pull him down. He starts getting aggressive. He's still oh, not fuck. saying any words. But he's fighting you? Yeah. He's, like, and not, like, aggressively, aggressively, but, like, he's just, like, kind of. Trying to wiggle his way out. Wiggle his way out and tries to take off. Eddie takes off again. Oh, and shit. And then we catch him sooner, like, faster this next time. <laughs> and we get him in the car. He starts lunging in the drive. Man, it was fun. That's crazy. <laughs> That's funny shit. But the sinking of, like, everybody else. Like, that was my point. Like, yeah, the like, you, of you're like, we noticed. We weren't even on anything, and we started feeling like we were tripping with him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's so much fun. Like, you're tapping into something. Yeah. Right. Dude, uh, another fucking one. This kid, we were, my buddy was selling LSD at the time, and we went and tripped with these random ass people, and uh, this kid, I guess, was colorblind. Mm-hmm. He couldn't see the color red. Took acid, and he started crying. And I'm, like, trying to, like, not ruin his time. You know, I'm like, oh, maybe he's just having a moment, you know? Yeah. But then I was like, hey, man, like, are you good? And he's like, yeah. And he asked me, he's like, is that red? And I was like, yeah. I didn't know he was colorblind. Oh. And he just started fucking bawling. And I was oh. like, oh shit. So I kind of walked away because I felt a little uncomfortable. And I brought it up to my other friend. And she's like, yeah, he's colorblind. He can't see the color red. And I'm like, so the whole time I'm thinking he's crying because he can't see red. He saw red for the first time in his life. Oh, I? whoa. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. That is insane. I was like, what the fuck? Like, that shit gave me chills. Like, yeah. I was sitting there with goosebumps. Like, 
I'm like rubbing his back, like, you all right, dude? Yeah. He's like, yeah, man, this is just, this is a beautiful moment, dude. I've never seen the color red. Like, this is so fucking beautiful. It's a beautiful fucking color. And I was like, it really is, man. <laughs> <laughs> then he comes down, crazy. and now he can't see blue. But yeah, for real, fuck. <laughs> it's, it's crazy, man. It's That's oh. crazy because, like, he saw it, and so it was like, that I've never seen that before. He knew. Is that the he, one yep. thing that I can't see? Exactly. He's yeah. like, is that fucking red? Yes. Yeah, like, God damn it. I've been missing out on this shit. There's <laughs> red in everything. <laughs> exactly. There's red in fucking everything. It's one of the main fucking colors. What the fuck is this? Oh, did you ever catch up with him like afterwards? That was, I only met him that one night. Oh. Never saw him again. So I don't know if he damn. ever like got, if he got vision back and now he just sees red or if it like faded away after the trip or what. You know yeah. what I mean? Now he's just on acid all the time, just so he can yeah, see every real. Thing. <laughs> I wonder if maybe him taking enough of it would just make it come back. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Because that shit's crazy. Some people take it and it makes them feel better. Some people take that shit and they go insane. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Just, I think it just depends on that person. You know, like yeah, it's just trippy though. People get those psychotic breaks. I always heard though that that like the guy who thought he was a glass of orange juice and he wouldn't. So and he was afraid of tipping over. Like I heard that <laughs> was. I heard that was like actually a myth. And I'm like, okay. It sounds real though. So <laughs> like, the, mind game, the mind game, the mind game, sounds fucking real. Yeah, you know what like, I mean? Oh, maybe it's just the FBI. He thought he like didn't show. he like punch his chest and he fucking had a heart attack. That was like the saying or some shit. Oh yeah, was that the same guy? I, I heard think that story it was like too. he thought he was made of glass or some shit. And he punched his chest and he gave himself a heart attack. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, because it is everything's in your mind, right? So yeah. you could probably do that. You to scare yourself. yourself. Yeah, you can yeah. scare the shit out of yourself. You can make something way less seem like way more. You know what I mean? Yeah. You ever see what, you know, when they talk about like DMT? Yeah. Uh, how people see what they think are like aliens or, or like just different beings or like elves. I keep hearing about elves. You ever see things uh, like that on acid? No. Things uh, you can't explain? It's usually just wavy, real movie, you know, real flowy. Mm. Um, it's more of like your brain thinks like a little bit more trippy than like the shit you're seeing, you know what I mean? Right. But like, with DMT, I've never really done enough to, like, shoot off like that. I did one where it actually, I, we were listening to Wings of Maria by Tool, mm -hmm. and um, the speakers were over here. The mm -hmm. second it hit, it went from the music playing here to just, it spun, and it was omnidirectional. Oh, wow. And then I fell down this, like, fucking slide thing, and then it blacked out, and then it showed me all of my organs and how they ran, and, like, Whoa. they were just fucking running through, and then all of a sudden that faded away, and I was in a room looking from like the corner view into the room and then like all the windows, it looked like it was in like the desert and then like these little black looking ant things would come in, do some shit and they would all leave. Come in, they'd do some shit and they'd all leave. And then I woke Whoa. up, that was it. But I was told that was the waiting room. My brother, he's done it to the point where he's fucking shot off and like was, he was, he said he was an asteroid and he was flying near all the planets and all this fucking crazy shit. And then my other buddy said he met the seven arm lady and shit. And I'm like, I never met none of that shit, bro. <laughs> I went in a room and I was like, what the fuck's going on? Damn, you missed your appointment. Yeah, for real. I was just sitting there like, fuck, I was late. But it's one of those, it's one of those things, dude, where like those you can't really like abuse those drugs i guess so like if you're not ready it just won't let you do it you know what i mean i heard that like too, there's been yeah. times where i've taken like an eighth of mushrooms and it didn't do anything to me that's a lot yeah right? and yeah. It's, it's done nothing but yeah. like i just tripped like three or four days ago the mushrooms are like no nah, fuck you dude you don't get to do that and then i get all fucking sick you know what i mean or fucking yeah. throw up or some shit like, <laughs> and it, like i don't know it's just just wild dude like they it's not like narcotics where, you know, you do it, it's the same fucking result every time. Yeah. It depends on where you're at mentally is what you're going to get. You know what I mean? 
And that just sounds way better. Yeah, <laughs> in exactly. every kind of way. Because right? you, it doesn't let you ignore anything. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that was like acid and, and mushrooms are like I think like that band Uncle Acid. I feel I feel like that name is such a perfect fucking name. You know, Uncle what I mean? Acid and the Deadbeats, right? Exactly. Yeah. Because it's like that's literally what acid is. It's like your older uncle. He's not gonna tell you what you're doing is fucked up, but he'll explain that like. It might not be right, but I'm not going to judge you for it. Like, you figure that out, you know? Like, yeah. It's not like your mom or dad that's like telling you, no, don't do that. They're like, I'm going to let you figure it out, and then you can learn from your mistake. You know Interesting. what I mean? Interesting, yeah. So here, like, it, it, it presents to you your life. Exactly. It's, yeah. it, 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 everything you've ever thought, any bad thought you've ever had, will probably come up at that time. But you yeah. won't be like, oh, this fucking sucks. You're going to kind of deal with it. You're going to kind of like either come to a point where you realize like, oh, I don't need to trip about that anymore. Or you're going to start fixating on it and you're going to try to fix it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's trippy. Yeah. I've always heard that from, I have a few friends who, who will either eat mushrooms or, or, or acid like twice a year, once or twice a year just to reset. Yeah. And the, the concept of resetting always tripped me out because it's like, it, it, they describe it as like literally hitting a button, reset, and they feel good about everything. They, they leave everything behind. If they do it at the end of the year, they leave that year behind all yeah. the negativity. They, they just cross their T's and dot their I's about life, and then they move on to the next year. Yeah. And then they do it again at the end. Right. You know? And it's like, what? A what? I got to try this. <laughs> it sounds well, like it's, revolutionary. It's almost like, it's almost like you get to start over right now in yeah. your body right this second you know what i mean and that was i think what's cool is like you realize as you smell you're like oh i can i can feel the air going through my nose i can feel my hands you know like i can i feel myself i feel the pain in my back that i wasn't paying attention to like all these different fucking things you know what i mean yeah it's like it like you said it resets you it's almost like you come into the world as a full-grown baby you know what i mean like yeah. you're feeling everything for the first time you know what i mean it's, it's trippy that's got to be so healthy yeah, just to be able to reset yourself, you know, to not get stuck in your ways. Because, dude, there was a long time where I wasn't doing any type of hallucinations. I'm not saying you need those to, like, fix yourself. But, mm. like, when you're just doing narcotics or smoking a fuck ton of weed and drinking beer and shit like that, it kind of gets you to this point where you kind of, you can fall off, you know what I mean? You can kind of start drifting away. Those things kind of bring you back. They're like, hey, let's, you got a life to live. You got some shit to do, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's weird how it does that shit, though. But then every time I want to do acid, it takes me, like, fucking months to do because I'm still scared of it. Even though I've done it, like, over <laughs> fucking 70 times, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm, I gotta wait. Yeah. <laughs> well, you gotta be ready for it. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. You gotta mentally be prepared for that shit. Do I have anything to do the next day? Am I gonna... Is anything gonna happen during that day that's gonna fucking ruin this? You yeah. know what I mean? Am I gonna get a call where I have to be somewhere? Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> that's yeah. not gonna work. You gotta be able to be somewhere for 12 hours without your fucking phone, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> I always said I wanted to, like, take a, take, like, a pen and paper a tape recorder, not tape recorder, just my phone, um, and like eat mushrooms or do acid. Uh, and everybody tells me, you're good idea, but uh, you're going to forget you have them immediately. And yeah. You're not going to, you're just going to enjoy it. Yeah. Like, yeah, but I want to try. And like, no, you're not going to, yeah. you can try. You might just fuck yourself up. Like, like, I'm going to do you a favor and tell you now, it ain't going to happen, but you yeah. can try. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you won't want to. You want to just explore your own mind. Yeah, literally. And I'm like, well, I kind of want to write stuff down and draw or something. No, was, yeah. Who's that dude that, that draw? he paints everything he sees when he's on, on hallucinogen, hallucinogens? Uh, Alex Gray? Alex Gray. Yeah, he does yeah. some fucking trippy shit. Too, like, dude. I can't believe that stuff is real. And he yeah. sees that. So he's not making it up. No. Yeah, I mean, by, by his account, he's not making it up. He sees all that shit. Yeah. So that's somewhere. 
Yeah. Right? It exists <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. That's that's like another fucking dimension or some shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm a big Trekkie. So I'm like, and they talk about extra dimensions a lot and like big in science and stuff. I love the idea of just, man, we just don't know. You yeah. Know? Like they think, they think there's other dimensions. They have no idea. Eat some mushrooms. Yeah. Like, they're right there. Exactly. They might actually be right there. You, you might, might not have physically be to able this. to go there, but mentally you can go there. You know what I mean? Yeah. There are places that are accessible, maybe just not to the physical body. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but you can definitely tap into something else. Because yeah. they say, like, especially when it comes down to, uh, like, parallel dimensions where, like, we're sitting on opposite sides yeah. and we're talking about something else entirely, that's here. Right, that's we're occupying the same space, just yeah. like on a different at a different angle. Right, you know, but it's all right here. So just eat some mushrooms, and maybe you can see it. Yeah. You know, just, exactly. Try, you know, that blows my mind. I love yeah. that stuff. <laughs> For real, there's there's nothing like that shit. Dude. There's nothing like an hallucinogen. Like I've done Sherm. I don't know if you know what that is. Sherm. It's a body embalmment fluid. Yeah. It's not good for you. I heard about that. But I did that at a park one time because I met these two dudes and they were like, they were two gangbangers and I started talking about the Crips and Bloods, like just fucking around. They're like, yeah. oh, this white boy wants to talk to us about this shit? We'll talk to you. you know, <laughs> they're rolling a blunt and they're like, you smoke Sherm? And I thought he was saying shrooms. So I'm like, yeah, yeah you want to put shrooms on that? It ain't going to do nothing, dude. Like, whatever. <laughs> but he put Sherm in the shit. Fucking hit it a couple times and he, I'm like, damn, I feel fucking weird. He's like, yeah, dude, I told you there's fucking Sherman. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck that is. And then, like, I don't remember anything from that fucking night. I got home safely, woke up the next morning fine, but, like, I never felt something like that. But, like... And now you're affiliated. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it was one of those things, dude, where, like, that trip did not feel good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, acid was always like, hey, man, you might have had a bad trip, but, like, it was for the better. You know what I mean? This yeah. was, like, something fucking else dude it was it was like it was scary you know what i mean yeah. it's like the people that people tell me like oh you ever tried hell's bells and people do hell's bells and they end up on the fucking freeway naked and shit like that you know what oh, i mean geez. like yeah that's, that's what that shit kind of reminded me of you know what yeah. i mean because what did you do i don't even remember I yeah remember, i remember seeing a lot of fucking lights like doing this shit like the movie type fucking shit where it's just zooming lights and i i remember biking I remember at one point I was running, like sprinting, uh -huh. and that's about it. Like everything else was just like I, I woke up at my house in my garage, just kind of like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, that was it. Were you missing anything? Did you have your phone on you? I had everything. Everything yeah. was fucking fine. I was yeah. like, damn, like I'm pretty good when I'm not there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most people they fucking end up naked and shit. I was like, I had everything on me. Wasn't missing anything. Yeah, you got lucky, brave yeah. ass guy, just smoking a joint. <laughs> What you thought dudes. was mushrooms? <laughs> <laughs> I know I was a little too trusting back then. <laughs> That's what made me learn, though. I was like, fuck, people might actually be fucking with shit. You know what I mean? They could be just fucking yeah. like, zesting your shit up and you don't even know. Is that like pre-fentanyl days? Yeah, I don't. I, don't, yeah. I didn't even know what fentanyl was then. I don't think yeah. that was a thing. That's that a like, fairly recent thing, yeah. right? Fairly that recent. shit's terrifying, dude. I've heard you can just smell enough of that and it'll kill you. I was like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, like That's I've never, right. I've never done coke. I've never wanted to do coke because I know I'd like it. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just stay away from it altogether. But like now, the fact that that's a possibility, I'm like, oh, no, I'm, I'm never doing, doing coke. Yeah, no, exactly. unless it comes from, I want to see it off the farm. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. It comes straight from that cocoa plant to me. Yeah, yeah. Don't step on that at all. Uh, <laughs> fucking fentanyl, size of a George Washington, no George Washington. Lincoln's ear, dude. The equivalent of a penny. I'm like, could that's it. That could kill you. Yeah. No, I'm good. I'm not even taking Anything those chances. Anything that's that fucking powerful is not something you should be fucking with. Yeah, I'm just, 
whatever grows out of the ground. Even acid. I'm, I don't trust acid. You have to make acid. Yeah, and I don't exactly. know anybody who makes acid. Yeah. I don't know anybody who knows for sure how to make acid. So. Exactly. That's trippy, too. But everybody's fine. Yeah. It works. It's Nobody those, dies. I've had like 2CI, 2CB, that kind of shit, which is like mm. uh, synthetics of acid. Uh-huh. And you can always fucking tell because there's shadows that run past the walls for some fucking reason. That's horrifying. And I had like really, really bad back pain. Uh-huh. Like, I could just feel my back like seizing up and shit. Uh-huh. So that, that's like the only difference with those. Like those, those are the only two like I've had that were like not good acid. And this dude was like, oh, I got white fluff. So I'm thinking, oh, this is bomb ass acid. No, yeah. I just wanted to sell his fucking 2CB and fuck my life up. Oh, <laughs> God. And you felt it in your back. I always heard those rumors too that it like stays in your system or stays in your spine. Oh yeah, that's you crack your back. Or and, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, I had one when I when I had first taken acid. Like months later, I was working at like Wiener since this when I was like real real young. Uh-huh. And I pulled up the pan and it like dropped some water and the fucking flame that came out was all purple. Oh. And I'm like, <laughs> and I was like, Did you guys see that? And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? It was just a flame. And I was like, okay, I guess that was just a flashback. My bad. <laughs> It was just like a little flame. Yeah, dude, it was insane, though. It shit looked crazy. Man, that's trippy. One day, one day I'll, I'll fucking do it. <laughs> I just haven't gotten around to it. I'm not against it at all. I'm yeah. definitely down to it. Nah, be, you just gotta wait for the right time. Out. Once yeah. your brain is like, today's the day, that's when you're gonna have the best time. Yeah, you know and I've mean? never had that day yeah. either. So it's, I've never been dying to do it. I'm right. always like, I'm down if it comes around. And oh, yeah. I know people who have it. You know, I can find it, you yeah. know, but I don't look for it. You right. Know? Yeah, if it comes your way and you're like, today's a good day, fuck it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. But also, maybe not. I don't know. Not acid, for sure. Mushrooms, definitely. Yeah, no, you always want to do mushrooms. Yeah. Always want to do mushrooms. I'm, in, I'm invested in this company that's, like, making this synthetic psilocybin. Oh. Um, and I want to just eat it on a pizza, right? I don't want to take a pill. Like, yeah. I want to, you know... Make it feel real, make it I want to do it the right you know? way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if they can, you know, regulate it, yeah. I don't I won't think that I'm gonna die. That's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Drugs, man. Stay away from the narcotics. That's right. And just stick to whatever grows on the ground. That's right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Weed and mushrooms, man. They're yeah. good. Maybe the occasional monster and coffee. And like <laughs> exactly. <laughs> cool, man. We're at an hour. Okay. Um, yeah. Wanna wrap it up? Yeah. Have another beer? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, yeah. Let's plug uh, plug the album. Where can we find you? Um, Reckless Voyage. You can find it on Spotify. It's on all the platforms right now. Um, I've been playing it a lot on Spotify, though. Uh, we don't have any physical copies, so just iTunes, all that kind of shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We're coming out with a music video, hopefully, in the summer for Mud. The Nice. That would be dope. That's mm-hmm. really all we got planned right now, though. Mm-hmm. And then we're playing a show at Rockefeller's the March 17th for St. Patty's Day. Cool. It'll be Reckless Voyage, Sonar, and Eulogy of the Lost, and two, G- two DJs. Two DJs. Cool. Yeah. Cool. At, um, one more time the name? Uh, Rockefeller's Bar and Grill. Yeah. yeah. In Corona. In Corona, yeah. Corona. Cool. Cool. Is, is the building where the showcase was still there? No. Um, I don't think, I don't know if the building's still there, but I remember that fucking place, dude. The showcase. I never in got Rialto, to go. Rialto, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's in, it was in, uh, oh, was it in Co- Corona? There yeah, was, it was in Corona. Oh, was it? Yeah, there was yeah. one in Rialto, too. Oh, was there? Yeah. Oh. And, like, they had, like, the stage with, like, a fucking pole in the middle, and I, like, my buddy watched this dude break his fucking arm on that pole. <laughs> like, he threw his arm back like this and just broke that shit. I was like, oh, oh damn. Was he dude. drunk or was he dancing? I think he was drunk. But, oh. like, dude, that place was crazy. Like, my buddy said one time he walked in there and there was a dude, like, with his hand like this on the 
the wall, and he just fucking slammed his head in the wall and put it through both fucking things in the fucking drywall. Holy and pulled it out. Like shit. it was insane, dude. Like they got rid of that place quick. <laughs> like that I was the it. punk spot forever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, for the one in Rialto was they were doing a lot of. I don't know if it probably was punk then, but they were doing a lot of like Suicide Silence played there, mm. um, Obliged, like all the like upcoming death metal bands that are big now. They were all playing there at that time. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I, I didn't make it. I always wanted to. The Addicts played there a lot. And oh, I always yeah. wanted to catch them. Like, Dude, that would have been sick. Yeah. All my friends that. got to go, and they got to see, like, The Addicts and Demented Argo, and I think Dead Kennedys played there. And, oh, fuck. Like, what the, the hell? The lineup. Yeah. The one in Corona, too. I, I didn't know about the one in Rialto. Okay. Uh, the one in Corona, for sure. And I always heard those cool stories, and I just never got to go for whatever reason, and then they shut down. Ah. <laughs> Missed out a piece of history. Fuck. Yeah. In the meantime, I go to see the what I thought was the last show at the Viper Room. You ever been to the Viper Room? No. It's cool. It's like this institutional Hollywood bar. You know, it's everybody's played there, and uh, and like River Phoenix died there. Like people overdosed oh, there all the, the time back in the day. Yeah, it's just like the party spot. It's a small bar. It looks like maybe yeah, I've seen this it. It's literally just this, huh? Yeah, and That's crazy. I'm like, this is it, huh? That's Doesn't Johnny crazy. Depp own that shit or something? Oh, yeah, I think he does. That's right? fucking wild, bro. So they were going to close it down and turn it into condos, like build on top of it. And uh, I thought I was seeing the last show there. They're still going. And I'm oh, like, dope. couldn't they? <laughs> I wish they did that with the with the showcase. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Keep it a little bit longer, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because now, you, like, you already know, like, yeah, it would have been a little dead for a minute if that was the issue, you know what I mean? But yeah. all these people are going to hear all these fucking stories. And the next year, dude, it's going to be blowing the fuck up, you yeah. know? <laughs> Well, Dean, thanks for uh, sitting with me, man. Hell this yeah, is man. a lot of fun. Thanks for having me, bro. Yeah, I really of course. It. And Reckless Voyage on all platforms. Yes, man. sir. Find mostly on, on Spotify. Mostly on Spotify. Find us on Instagram and shit if you want to follow us and stuff. That's really all we got. Instagram, Reckless Spotify. Voyage. Reckless yeah. Voyage. And the other one's your personal account. I don't want to shout that out unless you don't want to. Oh, yeah, Dino Blah. Yeah. D-E-A-N-O-B-L-U-H. Yeah, <laughs> you can find me there, too. Yeah. I thought Idiot Machine was another band, and I was like, I couldn't find it. I was like, oh, <laughs> no, I think no. this is just his thing. No, those his are my own. pronouns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The great pronoun. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> cool. Well, thanks again, man. Hell yeah, man.